from digitiki.com. Why, it's one of those ancient tiki gods. Darling, don't spend the rest of the night outside. I'm getting a touch of hot fever. You're so right. I'm going to take you out in the jungle where it's nice and quiet. Welcome to the Quiet Village. Ah, my Mai Tai is full once more, and that means it's time for another episode of The Quiet Village. I'm your host, Digitiki, coming to you direct from digitiki.com. I've got a great show in store for you, as always. I have great exotica, hapa haole, and lounge tunes. But I also have a very special guest coming in later on. I have Jim Baki, the creator and the leader of the Tikiaki Orchestra. He'll be in later to discuss the album and the Tikiaki Orchestra performances that are upcoming. Before I start the tunes, though, I want to thank all of you out there who are listening in. I am proud to say I have quite a number of quiet villagers who are listening in regularly. And I'm getting quite a lot of positive feedback from everyone here and on Tiki Central. So thanks an awful lot for listening. Keep listening. I hope you enjoy it. And keep those emails of encouragement and ideas coming in. I love them. So now it's time to do nothing but relax. And here's the perfect song to kick that off. Hawaiian Paradise by the All-Star Hawaiian Band. So do nothing now but lay back in your hammock and enjoy that Mai Tai. You are now in The Quiet Village. Thank you. 
Down where you lose a day We found a new world Where paradise starts We traded hearts Way down where the trade winds play Music was everywhere Flowers were in her hair Under an awning Of silvery boughs We traded vows The night that I sailed away Trade winds, what are vows that lovers make? Oh, trade winds, are they only made to break? When it is May again. I'll sail away again Though I'm returning It won't be the same She traded her name Way down where the trade winds play I can feel those trade winds blowing right now. That is none other than the great Bing Crosby from the classic Decca album, Blue Hawaii, with trade winds. Now it's time for a little surfing in the quiet village with the Tiki Tones.
to the quiet village.
Yeah, that is a great tune. At the top of that set was the Tiki Tones with a tune called Gomez, and you might have thought that you recognized that melody, and you probably have. That's because that was their version of some of the incidental music from the hit TV show The Adams Family, a nice surf rendition of that. And in the middle of that set was none other than the great Esquivel from his seminal album Latin-esque, that was La Paloma. And capping off that set was the Tikiaki Orchestra with a very rare track indeed. That is an unreleased track called Bachelor Number One. And that is a really great song. I happened to catch up with Jim Baki, who's the leader and the creator of the Tikiaki Orchestra, at a rather noisy diner in Burbank. And we discussed the creation of the Tikiaki Orchestra and his relation to Tiki and Exotica. My introduction to Tiki, besides seeing it on a, as a kid on the Brady Bunch in Hawaii Five O, I just moved here. I just loved all the... Back then, L.A. had some of its mid-century, old, mid-century modern architecture still hanging around for a lot of it, a lot of it got leveled. But California's kind of... It's a big, Tiki's a big part of its culture. It's a big part of its past. It's just a lot of the Tiki stuff was still kind of existing and, and this and that. But I, I guess at that time I discovered, uh, well, I didn't discover Shag. I actually discovered Shag earlier when he was still doing the covers for like uh, his bands like the Swamp Zombies and the Tiki Tones and all the Dr. Dream records. And I saw Tiki News. And that was, a, I brought it home and I was kind of blown away that there were other people like actually really kind of geeked out about this stuff. <laughs> What was the inspiration for the Tikiaki Orchestra? I mean, you get a really interesting mix of, of, of sounds. You know, you've got surf, you've got exotica, you, you know, even a little pop in there. So what, what, how, how did the whole thing come about in your head? Well, like I said, I really love that Blue Hawaiian Sway album. And, I started to write a lot of instrumentals for, you know, commercial use and film and television use, just trying to get into that field. And uh, I wanted to write like a kind of a surfy, not the like upbeat surf, like the mellow kind of surf, like the laid back with the surf guitar, but I wanted to add some vibraphone in there. You know, just being into Esquivel and the Hawaiians and old surf music, that's kind of where it came from. So, My Ties on the Moon was the first song I did. I just did it as an experiment. decided to write a few more. I wrote it. Uh, the second thing I did, I think, was uh, Exotique. And that has a definite Esquivel influence. Uh, it's 
not as far out left as Esquivel gets. Because Esquivel stuff is really interesting, but it's also really quirky and just really bizarre. And kind of schizophrenic. Very <laughs> schizophrenic, but in the, the best possible way. Um, and, you know, he was doing that in the mid-50s, and he was obviously way ahead of his time. If you listen to those records sonically, they're unbelievable. Um, it's a, you know, 60s and 70s pop. I, I love a good melody. I love a good hook. You know, the Beatles and all that stuff. So that just naturally is a part of the fabric of the way I write. I don't really go for the out there kind of avant-garde. You know, I go for more of a melody that you can remember, something you walk away humming singing to yourself and that's that's where the pop element comes in and the surf element it's just certain you know being into surf guitar and 60s surf stuff and that's where that comes in so I think sonically it just makes a really nice marriage of all those different sounds is definitely from a Latin influence all the way. Um, the, you know, from the instrumentation down to the way it's arranged to the, the cha-cha and the samba beats. So, which has all been a big part of Exotica as well. So, that's where the percussion comes in. part is finding people that actually understand this kind of music because it's it's pretty much almost a dead genre of music learning to play with that kind of dynamic and just it's a, such a different style of music from what I was doing which is another reason what drew me to it because it was a challenge and you also got a lot of people that you had to corral yeah I had to corral a lot of people and you know we got six seven people now and, you know, it, it just really gives you a, uh, it makes you appreciate what those guys did on those early records, because, wow, I mean, they were just making it up as they went along. I mean, yeah, they came from a jazz background, and a lot of it is jazz-based, but it gives you a whole new appreciation for that kind of music. In fact, the Tikiaki Orchestra has been asked to headline at the 2008 Hukilau, which is an annual weekend-long event that happens in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, in June. So I asked Jim about the distinction of playing his first Hukilau show and actually this being the last Hukilau event. I got the distinction of shutting the store down, so to speak. Um, yeah, I mean, this is all obviously new. That this is recent news that this is going to be the last Tiki Lounge, and uh, you know it's a little sad because I've I've never been to it, so this will be my first and last time. Uh, but now you know it's just that much more pressure to really put on a great show. So, okay. Yeah. Now, so okay. Go ahead. Now the question. Yeah. The Desert Island track. Was there was there one song that influenced Tikiaki Orchestra the most, or is there one artist that you just one lounge surf? 
exotica that you have to have. With uh, probably load some Esquivel on your iPod. I would put some Esquivel on there, a couple songs. I would put uh, some Gene Rain, some Martin Denny. Obviously, the Arthur Lyman stuff. When he plays those vibes, it's just, man, it sounds beautiful. So the one song I would say uh, would be the, it's the song we're playing in the set now, uh, The Last Days of Summer by the Blue Hawaiians. And here is Jim's Desert Island track. This is the Blue Hawaiians with Last Days of Summer.
Well, my Mai Tai is empty, and that means that we have come to the end of another edition of our stay here at the Quiet Village. I want to thank all of you Quiet Villagers out there for listening. Thank you very much. And I'd also like to give a very special thanks out to Jim Baki of the Tikiaki Orchestra. I want to remind all of you that you can visit the Quiet Village anytime you feel like it by simply going to digitiki.com and clicking on the podcast button where you can get a complete list of all the tunes played on this and past podcasts. And I want to remind all of you out there listening on iTunes that if you select to view your cover artwork, each of the podcasts will have cover artwork changing along with each of the tunes, as well as photographs for the interview sections. Well, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite artists, Robert Drasnan, from a fantastic album, his first, 1958's Voodoo. This is a great song to relax and spend just a few more minutes in the quiet village. This is Warm Night Wind. And that is exactly what I'm going to do. Close my eyes, enjoy that warm night wind here at the quiet village. Aloha. Thank you.